0: From the All Indiana Podcast Network, this is Real Talk, No Strings Attached. The podcast brought to you by the youth of Indianapolis, using this platform in their voice to touch on vital topics they believe impact their communities. Here's the Real Talk team for some Real Talk, No Strings Attached. Are you ready? Because here we go.
1: What's up, Real Talk listeners? This is Eastside Kai. Yo, what's up? It's
0: Scott, a.k.a. Okay, Julia. Yo, it's Nadia.
1: And we're coming to you with another episode of Real Talk. Boom, 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 boom. To the <laughs> and today we're here with...
2: I am Samantha Douglas. I'm the president of the Far East Side Community Council. I'm the communications director for IDAC State, which is the Indiana Democrat African-American Caucus. Mm. And um, I'm starting a C4 called
3: Power to the Polls. Okay. Yes. Uh, okay. And my name is Andy Nielsen. Uh, I am a candidate for Indianapolis City County Council District 14. So on the east side of Indianapolis, neighborhoods of Community Heights, Irvington, Warren Park, parts of the Far East Side.
0: My council. Yeah. And, and
3: Christian Park. And uh, I've been working in, uh, before running for office, have worked in government, public policy, advocacy my entire career. Um, and I'm really excited to be here.
1: It's so okay. Let's just side, side heavy. Not mm-hmm. the west side, tomato, tomato. <laughs> no, no tomatoes. Okay,
0: okay, but not too much on the west side,
2: Honey, <laughs> I mean, it's a
0: lot on the west side.
1: Anyways, let's get into it, y'all. Yeah, so the first question we have is how do you guys define civic engagement?
2: I think it is so for me, it's being able to articulate what you want. Mm. And then making decisions in political spaces to make those things happen. Right. So whether that's advocacy or protesting or voting, if you can, um, that's what civically engaged is to me, like being involved in the way your community is being shaped, informed and developed.
3: Mm. That's beautiful. And that's it. I think what's really important is it's not just voting Mm. and it's not just what happens in. Big fancy buildings, right? Like Mm -hmm. what you all are doing right now, this is civic engagement. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like having these conversations, this is civic engagement too. It's not just like, well next week we've got an election, so I better go be civically engaged. Right. So You
2: sound like Owen Wilson. Did you know that? Do I? Yes, a lot. Now I'm not (laughs)
3: gonna forget that. (laughs) No, I, I, that. I thought it was going to be the issue.
2: Oh, the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you guys don't know who Owen was there. Not at all. No, no. Nope.
0: Oh, we are just going like
3: to go with Everyone's when they're <laughs> listening. Oh, all right, oh, go ahead, Nadia. <laughs>
0: Why is staying civically engaged important?
3: One thing is, as Samantha, you know, articulated, like, if, you're, you're, you're shaping the future of the community or communities that you're a part of. Mm. Right, so, if you care about like the community you're in right now, well being involved and caring about that right that yeah. like that that's obviously really important right and uh, I think, as we were talking about before, civic engagement isn't just one thing, mm-hmm. and it can look a lot different to a lot of different people, but whatever groups or clubs or other affiliations you have, you can be paying attention to that as well
2: I think this is what's important is like. A lot of people will talk about how uh, your future, you're going to be there regardless, right? Whether you Mm -hmm. make good decisions or bad decisions, whether you're involved or not. And the truth of the matter is, is your community is the same way. Um, It's going to be developed, whether you have a say in that process or not. You're going to have elected officials, whether you have a say in that process or not. You're going like there's certain things that are going to happen in our communities, with our our homes, with our families, all kinds of things that are going to happen. You might as well be involved and plan for it. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, of course, there's problems with with the system. Right. And that's where you get a lot of people who don't want to be civically involved. Right. It's not a perfect system, but it becomes closer to what we want as we all engage in it.
1: Yeah.
0: I was wondering. So basically, with being civically involved, like how, like how are you, like how can kids who are like not really able to vote yet, or how can people who aren't really able to like really know what to do, how how are they able to get involved, get civically involved all the way through? Like, how are they able to fully be able to be civically involved without having to go vote because they're not not old enough yet, or they're like around the edge, or they don't really know what to do?
3: Mm-hmm. Well, I think it goes back to what you th- things like this, yeah. right? hosting conversations. You know, I think you know, as being a young candidate, you know, I'm not talking to other young people. Mm-hmm. And it's like being, we have we have the most powerful resource on our on our side right now. That's time. Mm. We have the ability to see so many other people who are doing things that whatever whatever space, right? But like we're talking about, we're specifically engaged. Right? We see so many people who are elected, who have gone through this process, maybe who have been really successful or who have failed miserably in doing so. And so I think as, as young people, you really have the opportunity to be the best student that you can about mm. looking at people and who, who, do you, who do you see, who you admire in that space? What do they do well? Mm. What do they not do well, right? And so, I mean, I, I think that, that time is on your side to be able to really learn as much as possible so that when you are an adult and you are able to vote, um, you, you know, you can be as informed as possible and then maybe one day put, you know, step in yourself. Mm-hmm. But I think that because of technology and social media and everything else, right, like mm-hmm. you're able to be more influential in all of the things that Samantha was talking about before the, the future development of your community, like you you can step into that space, Right now, mm-hmm. a lot easier than it was. Even just like, I say this when I was your, you know, when I was your age, right? Back in your day. Back in my <laughs> day, yeah. right? I was, you
2: know, I'll add too. Like when I was in high school, I worked at the polls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you get out of school one, <laughs> you get paid for it too, mm-hmm. and you get to learn the process in an intimate way. Right um, mm-hmm. now, I'm not gonna age myself, but <laughs> it was not electronic when I was there, so it was it had a few more steps. But, um, I, I'll never forget when I first worked the polls, it was one of the first years that they required you to bring your license. Mm-hmm. And that was a very big mm-hmm. deal. So I dealt with a lot of like angry people, um, especially older people who are used okay. to not having to bring their license. Right. Mm-hmm. And they felt like it was a particular group's fault and why we're coming up with these rules now and stuff. But, um, that was like, it was super impactful for me. And I, I never forget that that sticks with me. So Mm -hmm. I think you you can work at the polls. You can testify. Yeah. Okay. You can testify at the state house. You can testify at city council. You can engage. So just because you can't vote for um, these elected officials, it does not mean that your voice doesn't matter. You shouldn't be heard. Mm -hmm. Go find out who your elected officials are because they're representing you too. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, If a sidewalk is there or not, that impacts your life, Mm -hmm. right?
0: Yeah.
2: Okay. So then they need to come hear your voice. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, taking ownership, that's what I would love to see. Um, to see you guys take take ownership in this process and in this space and, and realize that our communities, they are really ours. That's your neighborhood. That's your sidewalk or like they're of, right? That's your bus stop or like they're of. So, make sure you take ownership in those things and get involved in any way that you can. Voting is just one part.
0: Right.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I like the remind elected officials. But they work for you, too. Right. Yeah, they don't just work for whomever because they're 18, right? right. You, you know, I think about the district that that I'm running to represent. There are 40,000 people who live mm. in, in in that district, right? That's a, that's a big responsibility. Those mm. are adults, and those are children. They, mm. they, don't, they don't draw those lines for districts because, well, there are this many adults there. Yeah. They draw those lines because that's how many people are living. So I I, I I like that. Yeah. 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 I thought I'd have to choose between an IT degree and certifications until I found WGU.
2: There, I earned both through one program. WGU prepared me to earn certs from CompTIA and others at no extra cost. WGU IT bachelor's and master's degrees have no set class times. Rather, students progress at their pace, completing as many courses
1: as they can each six-month term. I graduated faster, and you could too. Learn more at wgu.edu. And Sam, you had said something earlier that like something along the lines of like being civically engaged first starts with knowing what your vision for your community is something along of that, like being clear about what you want. So my question is for the both of you guys, like how can young people Because you both have in the work you've done, Sam, you've done more community based stuff. Andy, you've done more policy related stuff. How can young people who want to be civically engaged get clear about what they want for their future? Because I think we see all the things that are wrong with our community. You know, we see like, why is there always construction that gives us like respiratory issues and I can't breathe and our air quality is bad. And there's I can't walk because there's not a sidewalk there. Like we see all these things that are bad in our community. But I think being involved in the process sometimes overwhelms us because we don't know where to start. And so how can we build our analysis? How can we know which person or which, sy- or which system to go after or tackle so that we can get the things that we want? Not only get the things that we want, but like know what exactly do we want? If that question makes sense. Like, how can we yeah. get clear about that truly within ourselves?
2: You know, uh, first of all, I... I listen to um, Neil deGrasse Tyson all the time on social media, and I just love him. He's an astrophysicist for y'all that don't know. Google him. He's dope. (laughs) Um, But one of the things that he talks about a lot is how we kill curiosity in children when they're small. Mm. So, like, let's say there's an egg on the counter and, you know, you go to grab the egg and your parent tells you, don't do that. Right. Mm-hmm. And it immediately starts to um, just kind of squash your ability to be curious and make mistakes. Let it break. Let them feel the sliminess of it. Let them like explore and experiment and figure out. Well, in that, when we kill that for you all, what happens is mm-hmm. you stop asking so too many questions too.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: you know, or we tell you things like um, do what I say you know, yeah. regardless or, um, because I said so, or mm-hmm. things like that. <laughs> and it kills curiosity. So I would say, first of all, keep asking questions. Yeah. Right. Okay. If it looks funny, if it stinks, if it, you know what I mean, ask why, why is there so much construction? Why, who does that? Who, I promise you when I first came into this space, I didn't really know a whole lot. All I knew was what I thought. Yeah. And all I did is keep asking why and who, mm-hmm. who does that? I need. I want sidewalks in my neighborhood. Who does that? And understand, too, that every complaint is a potential for a solution, right? Okay. So if you're saying, I want more sidewalks, you would say, well, if you're saying, I hate that we don't have sidewalks, mm. right? It's a complaint. So the solution to that would be to have them, right? Mm-hmm. Who builds sidewalks? What government organization does sidewalks? All oh, DPW? Oh, and they get their assignments from who? Oh, my counselor? And he gets it from who? Who Who controls him? Me? it's me yeah you know what i mean so that's my last counselor wasn't on his job we have a new one now
1: Mm.
2: you know what i mean that that is how the process works that is how the process works so i would say none of us know it all that's the other thing we think to be civically involved or engaged we got to know it all you don't all you need to know is what you want
0: yeah
2: look around Mm. what do you not have what do you want yeah so Ask questions, just know what you want, and then find somebody like me or Andy or Shania or any of us, you know, and ask, hey, who does that? And don't think it's a dumb question. It's never a dumb question. This system is complex. I ask stupid stuff all the time, I promise you. (laughs) I do all the time because I can't know everything. Now, I know the far like the back of my hand, Mm. right? Mm-hmm. And I bet I bet they don't know that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Y'all know NBA Young Boy, and I bet they don't know that. You know what I mean? So they can sometimes you'll feel stupid asking stuff. Sometimes they'll feel stupid acting asking stuff. Right? That's okay. This is how we learn and grow together. But yeah, ask questions. Stay inquisitive, and know what you want. Right? Yeah.
3: Well, the only thing I'll add is like, in it, when you're because I I could not agree more. That's what I was gonna say. Is like just ask questions, and. Sometimes you just got to be prepared that there's not going to be an answer to. Yeah. And that is, what's that then? That's opportunity for you to really shape that. Yes. Right? Because okay. some of these big, you know, if we're, when we're talking about fixing a road, right? Samantha, there's a process. Okay, I got to get this with DPW, maybe advocate with my counselor, get the money here, get that. Right? There's a process and then they hire a construction company and they go out and do it. But there are some bigger issues right as we talk about that there's not a clear answer and that sometimes the answer is i don't know and that means and if you get to the point where you're talking to people who are the decision makers Mm. and they're telling you they don't know Mm. that's boom right there that's your opportunity to really shape that yeah and i think you know when you're asking the question about looking around and seeing all like being you think you use the word overwhelmed right like about like there's a, there are a lot of problems. There are a lot of issues. It's all happening, rapid fire. And we have these things that are blessings and curses at the same time mm-hmm. that remind mm-hmm. us of all those things constantly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so take a deep breath mm-hmm. and also rem- remind yourself that you're not in charge of fixing everything. Yeah. At the same time, give yourself a little bit of grace. Mm-hmm. And also, like if, if you're trying to really step in this space as... A community leader, or trying to be a policy expert, find find that issue that you're really motivated by. Because I think when we're curious, you know, we want to get a lot of questions. we're interested in something, the work becomes easier. Yes. it just becomes mm-hmm. the, the the barriers of being a professional or student in that space is just easier, right? Yeah. Know, we we we're, we're motivated by, as Samantha said, curiosity. So. <laughs>
2: That's good. Because, see, like, infrastructure does not make me excited. <laughs> okay.
3: I'll take that. I don't know about that. I did not go. I don't know about that. I did not that. dream
2: about, oh, let's see, you know what I mean? Sidewalks, maybe, maybe specifically. Sidewalks in a, in an exit at German Church Road. Okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> so nice. The, okay? That would be so nice. I go to okay. CVS and everything. That would be so nice. See, what I'm see, you know what you want. And guess what? You got time to make it happen. Make Mm -hmm. it happen for us. But yeah, like I, so to, to his point, I can have opinions on things I don't know a whole lot about. And sometimes Mm -hmm. and this is what people don't like to do. I know it's scary, but just be honest and transparent. I'll tell folks, I don't know a lot about how that works. I know I want sidewalks and an exit at German church road though, Mm
3: -hmm. (laughs)
2: you know? Right.
0: Yeah. How do you think representatives can connect more with the youth? Because, I know it's important for the youth to ask a whole bunch of questions and see if there was representatives can answer them, but what can the representatives do to make the youth feel more comfortable asking those questions?
3: Show up and listen. I mean, that's a big thing. I I just think that's, we we can't, we can't, I can't emphasize enough. Like the whole, whatever people say, the percentage of showing up is half the job or 80% of the work. I don't know. There's all those like old, old timey sayings of that. But there's just so much value in showing up and just listening. Yeah. you know, not having the perspectives that, mm-hmm. that that you all have, right? and but but showing up and listening is a huge responsibility, and you think it's so well duh, well duh, but we see time and again people not doing that. Um, so I know that's not a good answer. I know that's not necessarily the, the, the best answer. I'm excited to hear what to say. <laughs> here, but like I just think that that is so like you just need to keep saying it,, yeah. and you need to ha- And you only have the expectation that it doesn't matter what there's an age group between who your elected ex is and however old you are. Mm-hmm. You should have the expectation that those, that those elected officials again, they work for you, mm-hmm. are showing up. And actually listening to you. So.
2: I think, so I'm going to be super honest. Okay. It's hard to be heard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, let's just, I, let's just call it what it is. Okay. It is hard to be heard. Um, as a woman, as a black woman, as a younger person in this space, it is hard to be heard. Right. But it's worth it. It's worth that fight. And so. I just want to put that out there that I don't want you to think that you'll go into these spaces and just think that they'll just li- No, they won't. OK. Mm-hmm. Some of them are just flat out jerks. Some of them have are come from a culture and a generation that does not respect younger voices and don't think that you're a priority. And that's important because that's why they don't reach out. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it, that is what it is. so Like I tell my kids, there's two worlds that we live in the way that it is and the way that it should be. Mm-hmm. And we individually operate in how it should be while acknowledging and navigating how it is. Right. So unfortunately um, it's going to be a struggle sometimes to be heard. And sometimes you may have to step out first and it's not right or fair. They mm-hmm. should be reaching out to you, but sometimes you'll have to make yourself heard. So I just wanted to, I wanted to throw that out there, but to all of the representatives and stuff, I think some of the things that they can do, um, some of the stuff that I do with candidates that I work with is we'll do like a youth advisory council. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, prioritize putting them on, or even if putting youth on an advisory council, period, right? Having a certain amount of spaces that go to people under a certain age. Um, Making sure that they're in your ear the whole time. Candidate. Look, you can (laughs) hold Andy to that. Mm -hmm. Tell him you want a youth advisory council, okay, for his district. Find kids in his district and put them on it. Make sure that he's talking to them regularly. Um, But things like that, I think can engage people. Also, I always think it's important, and this is for youth or adults, we need to do a better job at explaining and connecting how legislation and political decisions impact our everyday life. Yeah. That is huge. Um, You do not even realize how many things are because of some, Mm -hmm. I won't say who, in some room, right, made a decision about something. Some people voted on it and passed it. And now your life is more difficult because of it. And we need to make sure we're doing a better job at making those connections for people, because then I think it'll help you raise up, to and yeah. find your place where you want to.
3: Howie Politics and State Affairs Pro offer insider election coverage, polling, and analysis in Indiana. Our nonpartisan news and legislative tools create a winning combination pro subscribers can't live without. For all the resources you need this election season and beyond, visit pro.stateaffairs.com I-N. That's pro.stateaffairs.com I-N. And
0: we're back. Yup. All right, so with all this happening, like, in the end, do you feel like once— like once like, once all the polls are over there and everything like that, do you feel like there' be a, do you feel like the next person will, be, will make a change? or do you feel like there's like saying all the stuff that they would do just to like not make a change at all?
3: Yeah, I mean that that's I think that's where we hit the point in because I know we're talking about civic engagement. really like now if we're talking about elections, we're talking about really about it's like pure politics, right? folks trying to be elected. And it's the switch from campaigning being hyper political. And now we're moving over to the governing side. Right? We're moving over to the how, to, how do you actually put all the pieces together to get that sidewalk done that we were talking about in the first mm-hmm. part, right? Like that, that's a, something as what you kind of think as simple as putting a sidewalk in has 70 million steps along the way. And, mm-hmm. you, you know, and I think there are some folks who have a hard time making that switch or to maybe kind of in some of the premise of your question, we aren't really interested in ever making that switch. Mm-hmm. Politics is still going to be there. But this, the reality that governing is really, really, really difficult because it's really, really, really tedious. Mm-hmm. It's You got you to gotta make sure all these things are lined up the right way and that your mm-hmm. voice is heard right at the right time or you're at the wrong part of the domino effect, right? Mm-hmm. So I think optimistically that, by and large, people are running for office because they want to do all of those things they're talking about doing. Mm-hmm. But then met with the realities that like doing all of those things is, is, is difficult yeah. and, really, and can be really frustrating too. Yeah.
2: I wanted to give y'all um, an example mm-hmm. too. Uh, it depends on what level of office you're talking about too because certain offices need other ones. So people will complain about, for example, um, a lot about the effectiveness or lack thereof of Barack Obama, right? Hmm. But ignore the fact that he had um, like a Congress in his favor for about two years to the midterms, right? Then he lost, Democrats lost it. So at that point, he could only get through what he could get through. Hmm. So... Uh, it's not that you don't want to fulfill your promises, but also you have to acknowledge that at the end of the day, even with Andy C, he's one of how many? 25, 25 counselors, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. He can only actually control one vote. Mm-hmm. So you have to, con- you know what I mean? So I don't think it's, I think a lot of times, just like Andy said, I think most times people have really good intentions and sometimes they have really lofty ideas, but I think as a candidate, that's part of your job and your team's job to make sure that you're giving people realistic expectations about what you can actually accomplish when you get into that seat and then do your best to, to follow through on that. Or guess what? In two years, four years, whatever your term is, uh, you can be out of that seat because you didn't fulfill what
3: you said. Like that's the checks and balances of it. Yeah. Okay. And and then it's not just about like the mundane, the, the boring kind of, or what some people can think of boring, of like the details and those processes are really complicated. You know, as Samantha was saying, you know, well, I guess I saw the win next week, uh, but 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 the relationships that you ha- <clears throat> excuse me that you have with those twenty four other people, plus yeah. the person who has to sign the thing that you're getting done, well, yeah. local government, right? That's the mayor. Like those relationships are are equally as important as is right as like is an idea being a good one or being effective because like if I can't go out and convince people that it's a good idea. Yeah. If I'm just like well I'm the know it all and I got it all done right here. Just gotta read my paper. Mm-hmm. Everything's gonna be fine. If I can go out there and sell it, I right, can yeah. convince people to do it, I'm not gonna be successful in that either. Yeah. Right? That's the part of the governing too that's that's challenging. Yeah.
1: So with all these complexities in our system I think that's one of the things that do or does make it so overwhelming. It feel like, well, where can I start? But how do you or how can we in our communities like maintain optimism and make sure that like our dreams and the visions we have for our community are sustained even through like trying to navigate how complex these systems are? How can we maintain optimism and sustain our visions?
2: So, um, first of all, I think, in every part of my life, I maintain optimism because I'm still breathing. Yeah. Period. Um, I believe that I can shift just about anything. You can't tell me different. Period. I don't know if that's a personality trait. Or just the like, <laughs> <laughs> like um, it's probably slightly delusional, but uh, <laughs> it keeps me going. And this is the thing. I think this is where a really good solid why comes yes. in. Um, why, right? When I'm in these spaces, when I'm, when I'm advocating one of I'm, I'm really out here because I really love the FAR Yeah. and I really love the people in it. And I really want my four young black men that I'm raising to mm-hmm. live in a world that's better than the one that I've experienced. That's real for me to my core. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when I do things and my why is that strong every single day, I'm motivated and I'm optimistic because the alternative is what? Yeah give them a world that's crappier than the one that I had. Cause right now that's where it's headed. Right. Um, when I came into this world, I had full autonomy, right? Mm-hmm. I could choose to go get an abortion if I wanted to, if I needed to, mm-hmm. I don't have that right now. I can't give them a, a, a worse world than I came into. I, I won't let that happen. So you have to find your why mm-hmm. and then let that create optimism in you. I guess the external factors can't be the source of your optimism because then it'll mm-hmm. constantly be killed. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. so you have to find an internal source of that optimism and double down. You know, J Cole said, "If I'm betting on myself, then I completely double down." Period. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> so keep keep your why and your motivation internal. Yeah, and and double down.
0: All right. Well, I think that's a wrap on this beautiful podcast-specific engagement. Thank y'all. Oh. That was so, thank so nice talking to y'all. Yep, yes. Thank you. So much. Thank you. Thank you. This is real talk. No strings attached. Be sure to like and subscribe to this podcast. And be sure to check out other great podcasts on the All Indiana Podcast Network. Online now at allindianapodcastnetwork.com.